Good day to be in the house of the Lord on Father's Day. Our good God is a good father. He's a perfect father. Amen. Happy Father's Day. Before I, I go on, I want to make sure I uh, make you make sure you're you're aware. Uh, most of you are that we have messages on our podcasts and uh, online as well. So just want to make sure. Last Sunday, Wes brought a word, and uh, how many of you are just so blessed by Wes's word? Last Sunday, it touched me uh, in such a profound way. And I was so significant in my life. So I want to encourage you to go back, listen to that. If you missed it, listen to it again. And then two Sundays ago, Melanie, uh, she brought just such a, a mighty word in the house as well. So just make sure you, you, you catch up and listen to those when you're out. And, um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing resource to have. Amen. Yeah, come on, everybody. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, so uh, Michael and Carmen Reyes, will you guys come up real quick? I wanted... Uh, Wanted, wanted uh, Michael to share, to kick us off on Father's Day. Oh, is Carmen not here yet? Okay. She's coming. Okay, well, you can make your way up. I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you. Um, can everybody give it up for Michael? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really wanted Michael to share his testimony with us this morning uh, about his encounter with the heart of the Father. And it's just so profound. And uh, so significant, and so I just want you to receive this as we kick off, you know, this this Father's Day uh, message and sermon. And uh, you know, I thought Karma's going to come up here. Is she coming? Okay, all right. So um, we'll just we'll just wait for just a moment for her. we don't want to embarrass her when she comes in. But uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh. There she is. There she comes. Did you see her? Did you see her, Danny? Okay, she's coming. Let's just wait. Instead of moving on, I could tell a joke or something or, you know, we can always. <laughs> yeah, I know, Bob, you'd love if I brought, brought a good joke. That was my only one I had that night, you know. Yeah. All right, give it up for Carmen as well. Yeah, so, Michael, you just share you know, what happened to you, your testimony of the Father's heart, and then uh, however y'all want to do it. If, if, Carmen, you just say that you can just speak freely if you want to translate it, however you guys want to do it and share that. Okay. Yeah. Hello, all right, family. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Hey. Yes, I, I'm coming to share my, my testimony, how uh, God touched my heart and how, how he gave me, like, um, and a different vision, you know, um, how be a, a good father and how he changed my life. Uh, and Carmen gonna help me for for explain more clear. I don't wanna confuse you guys because <laughs> I know I, I, I'm in progress. Okay. <laughs> okay. Todo comenzó cuando cuando yo vivía en Honduras. Yo soy de Honduras. Everything began when I was in Honduras. I am from Honduras. Um, yo crecí en, en un, una familia disfuncional, solo yo y, y mi madre, yo soy el único hijo de ella. I grew up um, by myself, a very dysfunctional family, it was just me and my mom. Y uno de los objetivos de las, de las bandas allá de las, de las madres es este, influenciar a, a niños que están disfuncionales, que no tienen un padre, una familia, esos son sus padres principios son sus um, sus objetivos para influenciarlos a ellos en sus mentes. Oh, so one of the one of the objects over there was uh, that's very important was um, to to gather or create some type of relationship for those that did not have a father in their family. Ese es su objetivo más. Uh, más peculiar, más como su objetivo que siempre quieren quiere influenciar en la mente de los de los que no tienen un padre o una madre para meterlos en sus en sus bandas para meterlo en para hacer cosas malas. Okay, so over there, the main purpose for the for the younger and teenage boys or teenage girls um, was to put them in a mentality that they needed to get into a gang or needed to do things that they weren't supposed to do. 
that didn't please God. Bueno, yo no fui a la well, I was not, that was not my mindset. Entonces, ese es un gran problema que, que muchos niños y nosotros pasamos en Honduras. So, in a way, my mind uh, started changing to that uh, mindset because I felt alone, even though I did, I had my mother with me. Um, I felt lonely and I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to and everything. So I was drawn to that. I was drawn to getting into a gang or getting into, well, yes, these gangs that um, felt like you had something, you know. Y yo creo que en que seamos cristianos, eh, incluso vengamos a la iglesia, pero en veces nos hace falta un vacío que no, no puede ser llenado, que no puede ser este, cubierto por una persona uh, que solo puede, Dios lo puede cubrir. Uh, siento que hay muchos en veces hijos en la iglesia que necesitan um, ese amor, ese, cubrir ese vacío en el corazón. Yes, so even as Christians, we can all feel a type of uh, emptiness even though we want to be fulfilled by a person or somebody, but there is nobody that can feel that, that love and that uh, wholeness that only God can. Um, bueno, mi, mi proceso comenzó cuando uh, yo me acuerdo que estaba, estaba metido todo en muchas cosas malas y entonces yo pedí a Dios que me ayudara si, si él estaba o él existía que me ayudara que me mandara una señal porque ya no podía a la edad de los de los 14 años estaba uh, uh, perdido prácticamente entonces en ese momento llegó que le pedí a Dios que me ayudara en, a salir de esta okay so by when I was 14 I asked God that if he did really exist to give me a signal to show me some type of path or way to get closer to him. Y no tomó más de una semana cuando pasó todo eso, cuando alguien, un amigo mío, uh, incluso el que me influenció a llevar a, a, a estar en una mara, él mismo, uh, él empezó a ir a la iglesia y él mismo me, me tomó de la mano y me llevó a la iglesia, me me sacó. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the same guy that introduced me to a gang, uh, he had converted to Christ, and he had drawn me and told me, spoke to me about God, so I got closer to God. Y la primera vez que estuve en la iglesia, yo miraba que estaban danzando, estaban haciendo cosas locas. Yo digo, estos están bien locos, están bien raros acá. Uh, no creo ser parte de esto. So, the first time he saw people dancing in a Christian <laughs> church and just hollering and everything, uh, worshiping God, he said that he, he feels like he doesn't belong here. They're crazy. They're, they're out of their mind. Loco. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pero lo que um, lo que pasó ahí fue algo algo incomovible. Yo creo que cuando Dios tiene un plan para ti, el plan es irrevocable. No importa que el enemigo te haga te haga daño, uh, Dios siempre va a cumplir el plan en ti en su vida. En caso la mía, mi vida. So it doesn't matter your purpose or your situation. The plan that God has for you is is unrevocable and he will do anything that he has to do just to have you. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Y luego me acuerdo que pasaron a, dijo el pastor, a alguien quiere recibir a, a Cristo en su corazón, entonces uh, como que algo me impulsó y, y, dice, uh, y dije, yo, yo quiero recibir a, a Cristo en mi corazón, quiero ser alguien diferente, quiero um, ver qué pasa en mi vida. Okay, so as the pastor asked people if they wanted to receive Christ in their heart, and he said he felt something in his heart that he needed to go and receive God for the first time. So he went, and he felt amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, luego de eso, me acuerdo que yo tenía una, una falta de identidad. Dios ya, yo sabía que Dios ya me había limpiado, me había perdonado mis pecados, pero yo sentía que tenía una falta de identidad de un padre. Okay, so even though I knew that God forgave all my sins and that all of my sins were gone and everything erased, I still felt like um, there was something that needed to be fulfilled. That, that was... Uh, Oh, that was uh, an identity of a father. Oh. Yes. Okay, so a lot of us are here in church or we're in church and we have not been identified with the father. No in this church, in the other church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, y yo le pedí a Dios uh, que me mostrara ese amor que, que, me sen, uh, que sentía yo, uh, que me mostrara ese amor, el verdadero amor del Padre. Y le empecé a clamar, empecé a orar, empecé a adorar. Um, y estaba yo uh, orando y de repente um, vino un, un señor muy, muy viejo, anciano, me abrazó y yo empecé a sentir algo, algo algo sinceramente, algo increíble, sentí como salían cosas de mí, sentí que me liberé en ese mismo instante. Te liberaste de qué? De la falta de identidad del padre. Ok. So. <laughs> well. Oh, repite lo, el, el principio, lo que okay. dijiste. Um, estuve orando yo, estuve. Um, pidiéndole a Dios que me mostrara lo que me faltaba, lo que me faltaba de, de, de ese amor del Padre um, y que, que me enseñara cuál era y que me liberara si necesitaba ser libre de algo. Entonces uh, llegó un anciano, uh, me abrazó y yo sentí como mi corazón se liberó de todo y yo empecé a caminar diferente, a ver diferente, a tener encuentros con Dios. So yes, as I was praying and I was asking God to show me his identity as a father, um, this older man came to me and he hugged me and I could feel that I was being free of this, um, how do you say, emptiness from not having from my father and from having the father. Yes. Um. Y a través de eso, uh, yo tenía un problema muy grande. Yo no conocía a mi padre, pero Dios me permitió uh, tratarlo de, contacta de contactar. Uh -huh. Y ahí mismo yo le dije, te perdono y te pido perdón. Y sentí una gran liberación, más libre me sentí, más uh, mi cuerpo sen se sentía muy aliviado de hacer eso. Yes, so as, so since I didn't have my father um, in my life, uh, God gave me the opportunity con to contact my father and to forgive him for everything. And I also asked for forgiveness from him. And I felt this, I felt this freedom that was just, that just came through me. Um, por eso um, yo siento que también habemos muchos cristianos, incluso cristianos que llevamos una carga que no hemos perdonado a un abuelo, que no hemos perdonado a una madre, a un, fa a un padre que nos ha fallado y hemos llevado ese, eso en el corazón, sinceramente. Um, uno se tiene que liberar de, esa, de esas cadenas para sentir la liberación y sentir lo que es el amor ágape. El amor ágape. 
ですよね Okay, so、uh, some of us may not have been able to forgive a grandmother, grandfather, or a mother or father from something、um, specific or anything really.、Um, but the, the, the only thing that can make you free from that is the love of the father and his unconditional love.、Um. Y creo que el amor del Padre es todo.、Um, creo que Él es el que nos da la, la salvación, el que nos da todo, todo en nuestro corazón, todo lo que necesitamos, así como ustedes le dan a sus hijos lo que Él necesita, así el Padre nos da a nosotros todo lo que necesitamos como sus hijos.、Uh, y yo siento que. Que tenemos que tener siempre, todos los días, un encuentro con el Padre. Tenemos que tener todos los días una relación con Él porque es el proveedor de proveedores. So, um. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My mind goes here, you know. I'm trying to translate. Um. Okay, so, um. As we all know that God gives us everything. And he is our only provider.、Um, there is nothing like his love because he gives us everything. And just like us as parents give our children what they need and sometimes what they want, he does the same thing. And there is nothing like that. So I believe that、um, we all need to have an encounterment with God every day. Every day. So, when the, the father started hugging you and you felt the father love of God, was it, what was, you know, was it just、uh, an embrace? Were you crying? Did you experience the warmth of the father's love? What you know, what, what'd you feel? Well,、um, I tried to say for myself.、Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think、uh, that was something amazing, honestly.、Um, I never. Uh, feel something like that, honestly, because it's really hard for us, you know,、um, uh, get a hug from a father.、Um, but at in that time, I feel like free. I feel like somebody, you know. I don't know if you see me when I hug somebody、uh, yeah. and try to show this because I was missing this part. But I think God g i v e me this part for, you know, for, for show the people.、Uh, He, he,、uh, he's real for sure. That true love for sure. That amor agape, amor unconditional love. love.、Yeah. Yes. Um, and because sometimes you know, you have a lot of problems,、uh, you have a lot of troubles, but and sometimes you only need a hug,、yeah. and your problem's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 amen. Yeah.、Uh, You experienced the, the love of the Father, and now you're giving the love of the Father away. You're releasing the love of the Father to others. Yeah, can we praise God for Michael? Thank you, Carmen, for sharing that. And I want all the fathers to come on up. I want, that, I want that, that testimony to lead into us blessing the Father. So, all the fathers, can you just make your way up here? Right up front. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank Michael again. Just wow. Yeah, with that testimony in mind, you know, fathers, you come on and、um, I want you actually just to come right through here. And it's just, this is going to be kind of some, some ministry here, some blessing. You can actually face me,、uh, just face me, and you can kind of spread out.、Um, because, you know, in order to understand the,、um, the Father, you've got to have an encounter with the heart of the Father. You've got to have an encounter with the heart of the Father. You've got to know the, the Father's voice. You've got to know the Father's heart. So, church,、uh, as these fathers,、uh, we just honor them and bless them this morning. Can you just begin praying for these fathers? Just extend your hands. Extend your hands to them and begin praying for these fathers this morning. I thank you, Lord, for these fathers, God. Thank you, God, for these fathers. Just bless them. Bless them this morning, God. 
Let them encounter the full measure of your heart. I thank you for Michael and his testimony of just receiving an embrace of a father that changed everything for him, that brought him into his identity as a son. And I pray you would embrace these fathers up here right now this morning. Just because you're a father doesn't mean that you don't need a father. So fathers, I bless you and I give you permission to need a father this morning. You need a father and you need the perfect father in heaven who never leaves nor forsakes you, who calls you by name, who delights in you and who listens to you and who teaches you and who corrects you. You need a father who gives you a son's inheritance. So I bless you this morning to receive a new revelation, a new revelation of your identity in Christ Jesus. You are a son. You are a warrior. You are a worshiper, and you are a king, man. You know, in Lord of the Rings, Aragorn, he wasn't running from his authority. He was running from his assignment and from his responsibilities. He settled for being a ranger when he was called to be a king. But once he accepted the mantle of king, he then had the authority to command armies. And so I bless you and I challenge you this morning, men, to put down the ranger jacket, take up your sword, put on your rightful mantle, and be who you were born to be. Seated with Christ, the commander of heaven's armies, above the noise, above the curse, and above lack. There's no lack in the realm of heaven. And if lack has squirmed its way into your seat, fathers, kick it out. Don't ask it to kindly move. Kick it out. And take your heavenly seat back in Christ Jesus. Because I declare it's time for the Spirit-filled men of God to be the ones entrusted to steward the resources of the kingdom of heaven. When Peter trusted Jesus, the fish swam into the net. He had to cast his net on the other side. He did have to activate the word of the Lord. But when he did, the boat could not even contain the amount of blessing that came in. So I declare that you are moving into a new mindset, fathers, where you are not working for money, but money is going to work for you. Hallelujah. You're not distracted by money because you understand in your heart that the true power is the power of blessing. As Psalm 67 says, may God be gracious to you and bless you and make his face shine upon you so that his ways may be known on the earth and his salvation among the nations. Hallelujah. So I declare this morning, you're not going to be chasing after opportunity, but I prophesy that opportunity is going to begin chasing you in the name of Jesus. New plans, new customers, great wisdom favorable promotions, opportunities of a lifetime because you are the ones that will occupy mountains of influence. You will transform people. You will transform families. You will transform neighborhoods and businesses and local governments and cities and a nation. Come Holy Spirit. Just receive the Holy Spirit right now. Come Holy Spirit. Come on, church, pray for these men to have a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit this morning. A mighty outpouring of your Spirit, God, on these mighty men for this mighty hour. Come, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, just place your hand on the shoulder of the man next to you, the father next to you. They are significant, and they need to receive an outpouring of the Holy Spirit this morning. They matter. The person next to you matters. The person next to you is someone's brother. The person next to you is someone's daddy. The person next to you is someone's son. Just bless them. Bless them and pray for an encounter with the heart of the Father and a baptism of the Holy Spirit, a fresh fire to fall on each one of you this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Come, Holy Spirit, a mighty outpouring. For these mighty men in this mighty hour, I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. You are men at the gate. 
You are men at the gate. The new men's ministry here at Arise is called Men at the Gate. And I hear, I hear the Lord saying to you, men at the gate, if you build it, they will come. Men at the gate, if you build it, they will come. They will come from far and wide. They will come from rural areas and populated areas, from other states. They'll come in from compromised churches because you're standing here uncompromised. They will, be, they will come because they're tired of passiveness. They're tired of sitting around aimlessly and apathy. They will come to burn with you men. They will come to be encouraged and to be awakened. They will come to connect and link arms across this nation. They will come to receive impartation, to be men that stand at the gates of their own families, in their own churches, in their own cities. God has begun something in you men at the gate, in this ministry here at Arise Birmingham. If you don't come, you need to come in. You need to be part of men at the gate because God is starting something here with the men that is unstoppable and it's unquenchable because you men have drawn the line and you said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The Father's given you the gift of the Holy Spirit today. We don't have a little trinket for you. We don't have a trinket for you this morning. But God has the Holy Spirit for you this morning, the best gift. The best gift this morning. No greater gift than you could receive than salvation and the promised Holy Spirit. Come on. Any men in this room, anyone in this room, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you must know him today. Right now. Right now, you don't have time to put off your salvation any longer. Your calling, your purpose, your destiny is at stake. You need to receive Jesus today. There is a heaven and there is a hell. God is a father like you've never known. He sent his son to die a sinner's death so that you would not have to. Jesus took your place. It's called grace. He's so good it would flip your world upside down if you'd receive him this morning. He will blow your mind and set you free, but you must believe it and receive it as it says in Romans 10, 9. For if you publicly declare with your mouth, you can do it right now, wherever you are in this room, any men up here publicly declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. You will experience salvation. It says the heart that believes in him receives the gift of righteousness of God. You can be made righteous right here, right now before God through Jesus. Right now, confess it and believe it in the name of Jesus and be embraced into the family of God. If you're already saved here, if you're already saved here, I'm not just talking to the fathers, I'm talking to anyone in the room, any of the other men out here. If, you're not already, if you are already saved, but you've been messing around for too long, one foot in and one foot out, it's time right here, right now to put both feet in God's kingdom. Both feet in, plant both feet. You're either in or you're out. You're either hot or you're cold. I love you too much. I love you too much to not tell you the truth. And to give you this sobering invitation this morning, right now, no more sick and tired of being sick and tired. No more. It is today. Wake up, oh sleeper. Wake up, oh sleeper. Wake up. Anywhere in the room, come on, just come on forward right now if that's you. Anybody in this group, come on forward. If you're ready to wake up, oh sleeper. If you're ready to wake up, come. We'll make some room. We'll make some room. Just come right up front if that's you. Come on, be bold. Be bold. You may need to make a new declaration this morning. A new declaration this morning with your mouth and in your heart that Jesus is your Lord, He's your Savior, and He is your life. Surrender and commit your life to Him, and He will fill you with a fire. He will set you ablaze, and He will cleanse you. Come on home. Come on home. Come on, fathers. I'm going to put you on assignment up here this morning. Start releasing a declaration to the prodigals out there. Say, come on home. Come on. Come on. Start releasing it, men. Come on home. These are mighty men up here. These are mighty men. This is a force to be reckoned with up here, right here, right now. This is a force to be reckoned with. We'll have time. We'll have time to eat, eat pie and cake after the service. Right now, we've got an assignment.
Pray with the Father's authority, men. Pray with an unshaken love for those that need an encounter with the heart of God. There are Michaels everywhere. You heard Michael's testimony. There are Michaels everywhere that need you. They need the Father. They need the Father's in their place. I feel the Spirit of the Lord Almighty on you men. I feel the Spirit of the Lord Almighty in this house this morning. I'm telling you, together we can move mountains right now. Come on. Come on. You're a force to be reckoned with for the kingdom of light. Come on. Put a word on your tongue, men. You are born in position for such a time as this. Tell the devil, tell the devil right now that the generations are not his inheritance. They are the inheritance of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The devil and his demons are imposters and they are thieves in the house. So kick them out. You're locked and loaded, men. If the devil wants to get to your children, he's got to get through you first. And last I checked, you are a man of God. And the word of God says that if God is for you, then who could be against you? Come on, eyes locked. Eyes locked on the battlefield. Scanning the area for potential threats. Fear has tried to grip people. And even the church over the past year and a half begin to kick it out, men. Kick out fear right now. This is what fathers are for. Kick it out. Reach into the Spirit just the way a fireman puts his life on the line and pulls people out from the burning buildings. Reach into the Spirit. Into the Spirit and pull your brothers and sisters out. The buildings are collapsing. They're falling. Pull your brothers and sisters out and bring them into the arms of Jesus. Right now. Pull the eagle Christians out out of the chicken coop right now. Come on. Begin to declare, men, no more eagles in the chicken coop. Get the eagle Christians out of the turkey yard this morning. Get the eagle Christians out of the turkey yard. You are the ones. You are the ones, fathers, that slay principalities for breakfast. You destroy the orphan spirit for lunch. And you put a feast of transformational love on the family dinner table. Hallelujah. While others may be getting a nice Father's Day message this morning, we're advancing. We're applying the pressure. We're advancing and we're applying the pressure. Stand at the gate, men. The earth needs you. Stand at the gate and prophesy destiny over God's people. Prophesy favor and blessing and abundance over your children's children's children. Put a word of authoritative protection over those that are being oppressed, over those that are being enslaved, over those that have been forgotten. When fathers are in their place, church, when fathers are in their place, church, there is no need to fear for a generation. That's a word of the Lord. When fathers are in their place, there is no need to fear for a generation of children or for their well-being or for their future. Hey, come on, young men, young men that are not fathers, come on, join us. All the young men in the house, come on up. Hey, guys, fathers, make room up front for all the young men. Come on. Come on. Every man in the house, father or not, make, get them right up front. Come on, fathers, surround these men. Come on. Surround these men right now. Come on. All men. Hey, just, just move around. Move around and start laying in hands and blessing these young men. Come on, fathers. Bless these young men. Come on, just bless them. Bless them. Thank you, God. Some of you feel tired. Some of you feel tired. You feel like you can't carry on for one more day. I just sense that right now. Some of you are tired. But you can because you can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives you strength. Hallelujah. You can challenge your capacity. You've got an assignment ahead, young men. So your, your, your capacity needs to be challenged and expanded this morning. Fathers, do not coddle these young men. Strengthen these young men. Strengthen them in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you have fallen off the horse. Some of you have fallen off the horse. It was unexpected. It bucked harder than you thought. It hurt and it's scary to get back on. But today is your day to get back on the horse. To saddle up and grab the reins again. So get back on the horse in the name of Jesus. Get back on the path in which the Lord your God has prepared for you to blaze in the name of Jesus. 
2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul talks about how they were so hard-pressed in the province of Asia that they were at a point where it says they were beyond their ability to endure. Beyond their ability to endure. And let me tell you something, men. This is for all the men in the house. When you are at a place where you are beyond your ability to endure, you are right at the cusp of breakthrough and promotion. Rejection. Come on, young men. Rejection is an indicator that breakthrough is here. When you are beyond what you can endure, you have stepped into something that is beyond human ability. So, men, you are stepping into something that is supernatural. You're in the supernatural. When you are in a place where you can't endure it anymore, you must step into the supernatural. And it's going to lead you into a supernatural life in all seasons, I declare it. And Paul says, this happened to us because we do not depend on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. But on God who raises the dead, Paul says he has delivered us before, he will deliver us again. And that's what our hope is in. So just strengthen these young men. Strengthen these men, fathers. Come on, strengthen them this morning. The Lord says he's delivered you before, he will deliver you again. Hallelujah. Church, come on, church. All the women out there, you're a part of this too. Come on, women, you pray as well. You be a part of this church. God is looking for a church of faithful people that go beyond their ability. They are not rational in the way they think. They do not say, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do, so I'm just going to stay in the realms of my own possibility. No, they go beyond their ability and they believe that the impossible on earth is absolutely possible when we do not depend on ourselves but on our heavenly Father who raises the dead. Hallelujah. This is an urgent time. And it requires an urgent people who will sound the alarm. An urgent people of faith who will hold the line and who will ring the bell of freedom this morning. You will not regret being bold in this hour. What you will regret is sinking back into self-preservation. But you will not regret righteously speaking, moving, and operating in the boldness of a lion. You will not regret it. This is an uncharted time, and it requires a people that will occupy new territories, that will establish a new realm of faith, that will bring healing, that will bring deliverance, that will bring the kingdom realm of heaven to the earth in new uncharted ways. And this is a time that requires a joyful, celebratory remnant to arise and declare, declare that we are the ones, church, We are the ones that see clearly through heaven's eyes. And what we are seeing, church, what we are bearing witness to is that above all, this is a time of great glory. It's the days of a Haggai promise being fulfilled where he says the glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former. Hallelujah. Men, I want you to begin praying for the women in the house. Men, just lift your hands to the heavens to begin praying for the women in the house. Mighty men, pray for the women in the house right now. Come on, men. Pray for your your wives. Pray for your mothers. Pray for your daughters. Cover them. Cover them in mighty and anointed prayer. Pray for their well-being. Pray for their divine health in the name of Jesus. Pray for these women in the house. Pray for these women in the house that they would receive a spirit of refreshing and the wine of love would come washing over them right now. Pray for the women in this house specifically that do not have a husband or a father in their life. Pray for them, man. They're here. I guarantee you they're here that do not have a father or a husband in their life, that do not have a man of God standing strong and steadfast in their life. If that's you, woman of God, may you feel and know the perfect father in heaven that never leaves or forsakes you, that never slumbers, and that mightily covers you like no other can with his immovable hand and his everlasting love. Come on, man, just cover these women. 
Cover these women in anointed prayer. Forgive us women. Women in the house, forgive us when we haven't covered you in prayer. Forgive us when we haven't covered you in protection the way we're called to. Forgive us women when we've been impatient, when we've been too harsh, or when we've been lacking in understanding. Forgive us this morning. Forgive us when we haven't championed and celebrated you in the way in which our hearts desire to. Forgive us this morning. We're not perfect, but we're standing on the plumb line now. We're standing now, men. Women, we're standing on the plumb line. And we're ushering in a new era of men in the church that are steadfast in love, that are humble in strength, that are courageous in patience, that are planted in family, that are leading without compromise, and that are trustworthy in protection. Believe in us again, daughters of God. Believe in us again, daughters. Look at these men up here. Look at these men and receive a newfound hope that God is moving mightily. God is moving mightily on the men in our nation. That men are answering the call of God to father a generation in the way in which God has ordained us to. We are answering the call. Any woman here, if you need to forgive a father this morning, if you need to forgive a man in your life, this is the morning right now. This is it. Any woman in the house that's carrying unforgiveness, you need to forgive a man, you need to forgive a father in your life, you need to leave that unforgiveness at the feet of the cross this morning right now. You need to leave that bitterness, leave that disappointment in the nail-scarred hands of Jesus. He'll take it from you and he'll give you rest this morning. It's a new day. I'm going to ask all the women, just close your eyes for a few moments. All the women in the house, just close your eyes. I'm just going to ask you, if that's you, it wasn't right what he did to you. If you can see me, it wasn't right what he did to you. But if you need to forgive, if you need to forgive and put that in the hands of Jesus this morning, I just want you to look at me. Just look up at me. Any woman in the house, just let me see. I see you. Any woman, just look at me. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you in the back. I'm sorry. I see you. Yes, I see you. I see you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It wasn't right. Every man up here, we stand up here in agreement that it wasn't right what was done to you, what was spoken to you. But I want you right now, with the eyes of your spirit, look into the eyes of Jesus. You've looked into my eyes, but I want you now to look into the eyes of Jesus. Look into the eyes of love. Who wants to take that from you this morning and give you rest? He wants to give you healing this morning. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus, thank you, Father, for the but Jesus. But Jesus came to take that pain away from you right now this morning, woman. He's taking it from you right now. He came to break forth into your heart, into your life with abundant healing life and brand new joy. Just look into his eyes. The eyes of Jesus are the eyes of love. You don't have to reach for the fray of his garment. His sacrifice made the way for the whole garment to be yours this morning, daughter of God. The whole garment is yours because Jesus, he looks at you. He says, I am one with you. And when I am one with you, he says, what's mine is yours. Daughter of God, Jesus looks at you and he says, what's mine is yours church. I feel the angelic host of heaven in the room with us this morning. I feel the spirit of the mighty God. I feel the new realm, the new era of God's glory. It's just coming upon us this morning. It's just, I feel like we're supposed to cry out for the glory of God this morning. Everyone up front, everyone in the house, just start crying out for the glory of God. I feel like there's some men that you may need to join your wives back here. You may need to join your wives if you feel led. I feel there may be some wives you want to come up. Some of the women want to come up and join the men and start crying out for the glory of God. 
I feel like there's many of you that you're just supposed to get on your face this morning and cry out for the reign of righteousness of God to come. Just to hit your face all across the room. Just to hit your face. Join together. If you need to make something right with someone this morning, you need to make it right right now in the presence of God and the glory of God. Because when the glory of God comes, all the things of the world that cannot stand, everything must flee. Everything must flee. So just begin to cry out throughout the room for the King of glory to come in. Just begin to cry out. Cry out for an, an outpouring of God's glory on the church. For an outpouring of God's glory on the church. Let's just take down, if we can take the music down for just a moment. No music at all. No music and just to cry out for the reign of God's glory to come. An outpouring of God's glory in families. An outpouring of God's glory in men and women and children. The reign of heaven that makes all things new. You heavens above, rain down righteousness. Isaiah 45, you heavens above, rain down righteousness. Let the clouds shower it down. Let the earth open wide and let salvation spring up. Hallelujah. Just cry out. The rain of heaven that washes away everything that opposes God. Cry out for rain, church. Sing it out across the room. Keep crying out.
you continue to cry out. Or you be free. Be free to be released from the room whenever you need to be released from the room. But if you want to keep crying out, you cry out. If you need to lay down in your seat or lay down on the floor, whatever you need to do. All I know is the church, the church in America needs more. What we've been doing hasn't been working and we need more. That's all I know. So you do as you please. Let the Spirit lead you. If the Lord puts someone on your heart, you know, that's around here, up here, just, and they need a father's hug, you give them a father's hug. They need a word of encouragement, give them a word of encouragement. I encourage you, let the Spirit just lead these next moments. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Feel free in this house. If you just need to shout out a word of the Lord, just shout it out. If you just need to release whatever's in you, just release it. If you need to sit still and be quiet, you sit still and be quiet. This is the house of the Lord. This is the house of the Lord. We thank you, God. God, come with your glory. Come with your glory, with your fire. We need more of you, God. We need more of you, God. the fullness. God, we need your fullness. Open the floodgates. Let it rain. Let it rain. Mm -hmm. Open the floodgates of heaven. 